Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Please take your seats quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Hello, everyone. It's the Wimbledon Daily Catch-Up with the passing shots. Let's go. Joel here from The Passing Shot with your day two catch-up of Wimbledon. Once again, I'll be flying solo for this episode. Uh, Kim will be back tomorrow and we'll be doing our first pod together. But um, yeah, let's have a look. First of all, centre court, we had defending women's champion opening up um, her campaign against Tatiana Maria, uh, fellow fellow German, won comfortably 6-4, 6-3. Uh, I think Kerber said in, in a press conference that afterwards that she was a bit nervous going into the match. And um, I think that kind of showed early on. It was perhaps a little bit tighter than, than, than certainly I was expecting. But um, yeah, she, she ran out a, a comfortable victor in the end. Uh, moving on, we had uh, Harris of South Africa against Roger Federer. Perhaps to everyone's surprise, um, Harris actually took the first set and I think everyone was going to, was going to be like oh is this a is this an upset that could um is this a, is this another upset to rival what happened on day one um but uh Federer found his found his flow and uh ran out eventually a comfortable comfortable win uh 6-1 6-2 after dropping the sets first set 6-3 um he looked in good touch uh I think he'll have obviously diff- more difficult challenges to come um, Harris gave a good account of himself. I think he's done quite well on the, on the challenger circuit um, this season. Um, obviously, it was a bit of it was a bit of a surprise. Um, you know, he, he guess he's had his moment. Um, but yeah, Federer on to on to round two, um, and then yeah, we finished on centre court with Serena Williams uh, against the Italian uh, Gatto. I think Gatto Monticoni might be saying that wrong. Apologise, but um, yeah, she came out six two seven five winner. Again, I've, I was kind of there was a kind of not not a sh- not not so much a shock, but there were definitely some moments where I think I and certainly the crowd were a bit nervous um, in that second set. Uh, Serena, I think she was five three up and, and failed to serve it out and allowed her opponent to come back in, and you know Serena was just like absolutely screaming at herself, trying to get herself g'd up to kind of get the momentum back, and it, you know it showed. Well, I mean, it showed everyone how much, you know, tennis obviously still means to her, even if it's, you know, the first round of, of Wimbledon, um, you know, against an opponent, you know, she's expected to, to win against. So, um, yeah, it was a bit nervy towards the end, but she managed to kind of pull out the victory. I think they, I thought that was quite a nice moment uh, between the two at the net. Um, you know, I think for a player like uh, Gatto Mont- Monticoni, I think, you know, she was just 
happy to be there on centre court, and you could see that in that. I think she 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 shed a little tear at the at the end of the match, and you know it was almost like you know this is never going to happen to me again. So I should just kind of you know let it all out, let that emotion out, and um, you know I think it was a nice kind of hug at the end. I think she got the cheek, a cheeky selfie with Serena as well. So um, yeah, that was a, a, a nice a nice moment between the two. Um, and then yeah, we also had after that match uh, a fourth match actually uh, Kiki Burton's um again 6-3 6-2 winner so uh yeah Burton's starting her campaign in relatively easy fashion moving on to number one court then uh we had the newly crowned women's world number one uh, Ash Barty she uh came out against uh Sai Zai Zheng 1-6-4-6-2 again very comfortable a lot of people backing her uh, to be one of the favorites um for the title uh, at the you know, at the end of the two weeks, which would be very impressive, given you know French Open to Wimbledon is a you know that is a hard that is a tricky combination to adjust to. But um, yeah, Barty looked in good touch here, so um, yeah, no signs that she's letting the the um, no signs of letting you know sorry no signs of women's number one getting getting to her perhaps like osaka did a little bit um, but still obviously very early days following that we had joe conta for the brits against uh, anna bogdan of romania again uh, very good gave, i think both players gave a very good account of themselves i think actually the the performance between the two players was closer than the the scoreline was 7562 i mean i think the first set literally was just like one point either way I think Conta literally had one break point took it and that was a set point um, just to give you an idea of how close that that first set was but um yeah Conta looked in in good shape in good in good shape I particularly liked some of the um angled forehands cross court uh, she did which were very um which looked very pleasing on the eye um you know Bogdan very good player and uh, I think she's just coming back from injury so I think you know, she will rise up the rankings, but yeah, Conta off to a good start. Uh, and Nadal versus Sagita as well. Nadal, I think similar to Federer, had a bit of a, you know, early hiccups. Had a, I think he went a breakdown. I think he lost his opening in service game, but um, quickly found his found his feet and uh, came out with a victory to um, to set up that that tie. Uh, that marquee tie in round two against Nick Kyrgios, which we'll we'll come on to in a sec. Um, but yeah, and we had also Donna Vekic versus Alison Risk with uh, you know fantastic late late night match, which I think Kim 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 wasn't going to stay for, but <laughs> decided to stay for. And um, yeah, very very entertaining. Risk running running out seven uh, five winner in the end. Uh, Risk you'll remember won I think in in Rosmarlin beat. Um, beat Kiki Burton's in front of her home crowd in the final. So she's obviously in very good form. So taking out the 22 seed in uh, Donna Vekic. Um, elsewhere on on Wimbledon, yeah, I think we should just cut to the chase and go straight to Nick Kyrgios, who had an absolutely bizarre, entertaining, surprising, all of the above, um, five-set match against uh, his fellow compatriot, Jordan Thompson. You know, I think... I mean, I mean, what to say? It was a typical Nick, <laughs> Nick Kyrgios match. You know, we had tweeners. We have him had him kind of bantering with the crowd, bantering with his opponent, um, you know, shouting at line judges. 
you know, it was kind of like a very kind of topsy-turvy, very tight first three sets um, that kind of were, uh, very, yeah, very first tight three sets. And then we had, you know, an 18-minute 18 18-minute 18 fourth set, uh, which he lost um, six love. And then, um, yeah, then he came out to win the final set 6-1. So, yeah, it was almost like a tale of tale of two halves for the for the match with him with Kyrgios coming out 7-6, 3-6, 7-6, love 6, 6-1 <laughs> victory. So yeah, very topsy turvy scoreline. I think obviously a lot of neutrals would have been praying that he won to set up to to set up the, the Nadal clash. And and I guess you know we can all look forward to that. Who knows how that is gonna go? Uh, you know, no result I think could surprise me. To be honest, I could even I could even probably make an argument that it's going to be a Nadal win by Kyrgios retirement. Um, it's just that unpredictable, I think. So, um, so yes, yeah, so that was um, so that was an entertaining one for the crowd today. Elsewhere, you know, in terms of shocks that did happen um, in the men's side, Dominic Team, you know, the fifth seed, lost to Sam Query. Who uh, who's obviously been in good form, um, had a good run at, at Eastbourne. Um, so team out in in four sets. Again, you know we know how good team is on a clay court, but really hasn't found a way of kind of replicating that uh, replicating that form on a grass court. And I think I think one of our, our listeners actually said it on on Twitter. Uh, I think it was uh, one of our Twitter listeners, Matt, said that you know it just shows you how good Nadal is the fact that he can go from clay two grass and kind of win matches and, and win, you know, win Wimbledon when you've got players like Dominic team who again, very good on a clay court, not able to translate that play onto a grass court. Uh, elsewhere. Yeah. Maria Sharapova lost to Parmentier of France. I think the most shocking thing about this was, I think uh, Sharapova was like six, six, four, five, two up, you know, one game away from winning the match, you know, with relative ease, no dramas, but Parmentier came back, won that second set on a tie break. And from there, unfortunately for Sharapova, just went completely downhill, losing that third set. Sorry, losing that third set, actually retiring in, in, from that third set, uh, five love down uh, with an injury um, in, uh, I think it was in one of her arms, an injury that she's had before that's obviously resurfaced. You know, very sad for her, very sad to see her to having to having to concede. You know, it was a bit doom and gloom in, in the press conference. And, you know, I don't think, you know, she'll admit that her comeback hasn't been as good as, you know, she wanted it to be. And, you know, she's fully committed to, to playing the best tennis she can. But at the moment, she's just not been able to find that sort of form. And, you know, it's just sad to see, you know, Maria Sharapova, Wimbledon champion, you know, many moons ago, going out into Parmentier in, in the first round on a, on a retirement. is It's just a... You know, it's something I don't think we really, really want to see. Um, speaking of other uh, Wimbledon champions, again, Muguruza, 26th seed, lost to Haddad Meyer in straight set 6-4, 6-4. Um, yeah, again, I was a bit, little bit surprised by that. We've seen Muguruza on a grass court on her day, very good competitor. So to lose to Haddad Meyer in straights is a bit, you know, it's a bit disappointing. Um, Kvitova, um, you know, Kvitova came through six four six two, but again, 
she is i think she's got an issue with her with her arm she said she's going to assess reassess the situation before round two so we may even see a, a withdrawal there but um yeah she came through against um ons yabor uh so yeah so i think that was um kind of the main the main talking points what else do we have um yeah for the brits uh yeah we had a lot of Brit- british action today dan evans won, won against uh del bonice I don't think that was particularly surprising. Evans been in very good form, you know, winning uh, back-to-back challenges, and you know, Dubonis. I don't actually think has won a match on a grass court in his life, so it just kind of shows you how little he he plays on a grass court. So, um, good straight sets victory there for Evans. Jay Clark and Harriet Dart also through. Very exciting for Jay Clark because I think he actually now goes on to face Roger Federer. Um, so that'll be a, a great moment in his in his career in his young career um to go out on the court with with Federer and and for the British crowd to see what he can do and I guess it's it's also the same with Harriet Dart as well I think she won her first ever Grand Slam match today so congrats to her I think it was a very t- um very tight battle uh with Christina McHale I think um in three sets six four in the third so good for Harriet Dart um in terms of the other Brits not so great with um, Katie Swan going out. Uh, Paul, Paul Jubb as well lost to Souza, but gave a good account of himself after a very you know early, almost like baptism of fire. I think he got bageled in the first set, but came, came back and, and got a set. So he kind of showed that, gave us a glimpse of his kind of his potential. And it'll be interesting to see how he does and how he progresses um, and can hopefully make that transition from college tennis in the States to um to the atp to the atp tour um i guess the most disappointing aspect from the the british uh perspective was uh james ward who was had a flying start against baslash bas baslash villi the georgian went two sets up going very swimmingly uh but unfortunately uh wasn't able to to close it out and, and bas baslash villi came back and won in a um a one in a on in a long uh fifth set so um yeah disappointing for ward to be two sets up and, and lose uh, three sets to two and let's just hear from kim who has been in the grounds all day been on number one court to uh to watch her favorite player rafa nadal let's hear what she what she got up got up to at wimbledon hi joel hi everyone this is kim it's coming to the end of day two at Wimbledon. I made it in today. I've seen Barty, Conter and Rafa win on court one. Uh, Rafa's just finished, so centre um, court one has kind of opened the floodgates and everyone's come out. So uh, apologies for any background noise while I'm doing this. Uh, Rafa got off to an awful start, could barely get a ball in court. He slipped over on the first point, but then he came through and it was it was all fine in the end. It was quite an entertaining match, actually. Quite a few dodgy line calls, um, lots of challenges, so um, interesting. And uh, we had Jo Conta winning before that. Um, it was pretty close, but she kind of came away in the second set. Um, but Anna Bogdan, you know, wasn't wasn't uh, a walkover. And then uh, Ash Barty as well, she came through quite comfortably. So, yeah, it was some good matches, um, you know, nothing 
spectacular, I suppose, but um, it was worth the wait. It was worth my 50 hours of queuing. <laughs> um, and I really just am in need of a, of a good shower when I get home and, a, and my own bed to sleep in now. Um, I think I'm going to go get some strawberries and cream. I'm going to maybe check out Paul Job or I'm going to go back onto court one for a bit of Donna Vekic and Alison Risk because that was one of my first round matches that I was quite looking forward to seeing. So um, hopefully I will be back on the pod uh, live tomorrow evening. Uh, until then, bye everyone and uh, see you tomorrow. And just a word actually on line line judges. Uh, I was watching on the TV today and I did notice there were a few calls um, that were a bit... <laughs> That were a bit suspect, you know, balls clearly landing on the line and being called out. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess so we have we have Hawkeye in place for those sorts of situations. But uh, yeah, I did pick up on it on the TV. I didn't want to mention anything, but if Kim mentions it, I'm going to mention it as well. We've had a few. I think we've had a few surprises. Uh, we haven't had the seismic shocks we had on day one. Um, you know, we've got some really interesting um, matches to look forward to. Uh, tomorrow, uh, let's just have a quick look at the order of play. Um, me and Kim will actually be in the grounds tomorrow. So um, we're looking forward to being on the, the outside courts. We'll be wearing our passing shot T-shirts. If any of our, if any of our listeners do uh, spot us, we'll be in our, our passing shot white, <laughs> white T-shirts. But uh, yeah, just quickly looking at the order of play. We've got Kyle Edmund versus Fernando Vadasco on centre court. Again, that should be a very tasty matchup. Um, Vadasco, very wily opponent, very experienced. So I think that could be a very tight battle. Novak Djokovic against Dennis Kudler. Uh, Puy versus Karolina Pliskova on both on centre court. So again, got a good got a good selection there. And then we've got Heather Watson on number one court against Kontavite. I think that will be a very tough match for her. But you know, well let's 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 see what she can do with a, a British crowd behind her. Kachinov versus Feliciano Lopez. Again, very tasty. Wozniacki versus Kudamatova. Um, yeah, so, yeah, some good good matches. I think for me and Kim, yeah, we'll be on the outside court. So I'm just kind of scrolling through. Anderson Tipsarovic, that could be good fun. Uh, Coco Golf, uh, after winning against um, Venus Williams, is back on against Rai Barakova. Uh, Robin Hasser versus Rayanich. Some big servers actually out there. Um, court 12, Azarenka versus Tom Janovic. Oh, maybe I might head over to that if Kim if Kim will let me. Um, and uh, yeah, so some good matches on the outside courts. And as I said, me and Kim will be recording uh, a late a late catch up tomorrow that will go up in the in the evening of uh, day three. So I hope you can join us then. Uh, but thanks for listening to the the day two catch up. Um, giving you all of your knowledge, giving you all the results from Wimbledon from day two. And yeah, hope you can join us tomorrow. Thank you and goodbye. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our show. We're supported by every one of our fans in the Passing Shot community. If you want to become one of them and get the latest updates from your tennis catch-up service, then all you need to do is follow us on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook at Passing Shot Pod. And if you like what you hear, 
then why not tell your friends or leave us a rating and subscribe? Thanks for listening.